Kyle Brown for the Superintendent Radio Network. Uh, I'm here today with Bob Dugan, the president of ThorGuard, and we are excited to talk a little bit right now. Uh, you know, this is something that is really important for supers to, to plan for severe weather when that hits the golf course. We're going to talk a little bit today about planning and looking ahead for when that kind of a disaster might strike the golf course and what to do in that situation. Why is it important for a superintendent to have a severe weather management plan in place? Well, I think superintendents at golf courses have a unique responsibility because they have workers that are out exposed to the weather. To some degree, they're responsible for those workers. And, you know, some of the workers are on lawnmowers, other kind of machinery. It may take a long time to get in from where they are on the golf course. So it's pretty important that the superintendent has a very clear view of the weather for the day, whether it's going to be rain, hard rain, wind, or if there's a severe element to it. And it's important for him to be able to know in advance that that's coming in. And then, of course, he should have some kind of a severe weather management plan in place that he begins to enact at the beginning of each of those days. Well, I know Thorgard has a plan that they use in their training for superintendents. What are some of the most important plans? Well, I think one of the things that superintendents do so well, because it's part of their role as an agronomist, is to know about rain, to know what a forecast is for the day or two days or three days, depending upon what their planning routine is. However, when it comes to severe weather, dangerous conditions, obviously like lightning, it's really important that before a day starts, and probably beginning the night before, that the superintendent understands what the forecast is for the next 24-hour period, what elements are in that forecast which could be dangerous. And in this case, obviously, we're talking about lightning, severe winds, perhaps tornadoes. This way, when he gets into the office in the morning, before he sends his people out, he has a pretty good idea throughout, let's say, the next 10 or 12-hour period what kind of weather is going to be in store. If there's a dangerous element involved, it's obviously critical that all of his employees and all the people that are going to be out on the course working understand that during the period of time they are out there, there is a chance, a good chance, a better chance, or a great chance or dangerous lightning, or let's say winds of 30, 50, or 60 miles an hour, or worse yet, as I said before, a tornado. Being able to express to his workers that this is a possibility while they are out working will heighten their awareness to the conditions around them. Now, if they have a lightning warning system, if they have email or text messages being sent out to them, or if they're lucky enough to have smart devices which advise them of what is happening around them. That, of course, allows the workers plenty of time to get back to a safe location before that severe weather hits. That leads to part two of the plan, and that is similar to, let's say, an evacuation plan a club would have. That each of these workers knows that when they are notified, it is time to get in, or they hear a warning where they receive a test message that says get in, that they know exactly where to go, 
that they are not out there thinking about, oh, what do I do? I see a bunch of dark clouds coming. This must be the storm that the superintendent told me about this morning. Well, they need to know the evacuation plan. When we do USGA events or we do PGA events or even the NFL, all of these entities have very specific evacuation plans. They may be starting with the spectators, then to the players. In this case, because the superintendent isn't so much worried about the golfers on the course, but he is very concerned about his workers, that they have an evacuation plan that they understand. And regardless of where they are on a golf course, they know exactly where to go when that call goes out. Let's say something does come through. Before anything else happens, you know, what are some of those first steps that a superintendent needs to take right after severe weather strikes? Well, I think at that point, he first wants to take account of who's in. He wants to make sure that all of his workers are in safe locations or back at his facility and indoors. So often you see, particularly during golf tournaments, and I've seen this the last couple of weeks because some of the tour events have been impacted by severe weather. When the players are brought in from the course, they're brought in because there's dangerous lightning coming or worse. It amazes me how many spectators stay out on the golf course in their lounge chairs and don't come in, as if the lightning is going to miss them somehow if it occurs. A superintendent can't take a chance that one of his people are going to be left out on the golf course in a severe weather situation or that he's outside the protected building doing something. When they come in, they come indoors. They get into an area that is considered lightning safe. So after the superintendent takes an account of all of the people there knowing that they're all safe, then what he does is he starts planning on what comes next. And of course, that's referring to radar. That's referring to any lightning net networks they have access to. Uh, looking at or perhaps calling the golf shop if that's where the lightning warning system is. Or if there is no lightning warning system, watching the radar and understanding that there's a delay in the radar, typically of five to eight minutes. So what he sees on the radar may or may not be indicative of what's actually in the atmosphere. So then as he takes all of these little pieces of information into consideration, then he begins he can begin forecasting his workers being able to get back out to finish their job or realizing that if it's a hard rain and there's been too much rain to send them back out, he knows that their work for the day is done. A lot of what we try and, and teach people, even in our seminars, sounds like common sense. And when the, the recipients are hearing it or learning about it, that's what they think. They think, oh, well, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. So it's important to use that common sense. Now, I really respect superintendents because their jobs are very difficult. I mean, they've got the golf course to worry about, the grass to worry about, too much rain, too little, right fertilizer, wrong fertilizer. Then, of course, they've got board members, and they have members who think that they all can do the job better than the superintendent can do it. So I think overall it's it's really critical for him to use that common sense, use that experience that he's 
accumulated over all of these years and take that forward and make the weather management plan as tight and as specific and as accurate as any other type of plan he has, like cutting fairways or cutting roughs or cutting grades. Make it specific, make it simple for the workers to understand, and make them follow it. I can't imagine doing any more than that and not being successful in keeping the workers safe and probably in the long run a lot of the members safe as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I really appreciate your help today. Uh, thanks so much. You bet, Kyle. I appreciate chatting with you, and I hope it helps everyone.